The Justin Robert Young program brought to you as always by everybody who supports us at payjurydaily.com. It's your old pal Justin Robert Young here with another episode of Jury Daily. This brings us to the end of the week. We have uh, a lot to talk about. And here's the first thing. I wanted to not give hate speech a voice. I wanted to not deal with what I very clearly saw as blanket, disgusting discrimination. But yet this persists, this pseudoscience, this flim-flam, this marking of myself as the other. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. This is a new uh, story that is that is going around, and, and, and it is about the, the, the grossest uh, that I have ever seen. Here we go. Men with beards... This according to a KCTV5 news story. That's where we're getting it. Men with beards can carry more germs than dog fur, study finds. <sighs> a bearded man can harbor more germs in his facial hair than a dog carries in its fur, according to researchers at the Hirschenleiden Clinic in Switzerland, conducted in a study that sampled the beards of 18 men and the necks of 30 can- canines of various breeds. Quote, the researchers found a significantly higher bacterial load in specimens taken from the men's beards compared with the dog's fur, said Professor Andreas Glutzik. On the basis of these findings, dogs can be considered as clean compared to bearded men. Here are the specifics. All the bearded men who were aged 18 to 76 showed high microbial counts. Only 23 out of 30 dogs showed such high counts. The rest had moderate levels. Seven of the men tested positive for microbes that posed a threat to human health. This is nothing short of scientifically flavored discrimination. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some grocers. There aren't some real grossmen out there. Some some men with beards that don't keep them kempt. That don't wash their beards properly. They do not groom their beards properly. Nay, I don't think that their fingertips have ever seen the sweet glide of a beard balm. But to compare a man's beard to a dog's neck. And I am not even going to get into the fact that though I would like to see more of these findings and where they found these dogs and where they found these men. But sure, a man's beard might have a robust biome. 
you know, it is it is living out there in the world. It is right next to the mouth where all sorts of food and spittle will come out. But if you clean it properly, there's no reason why we should have this kind of yoke placed upon us. Just disgusting. Just awful. I can't believe this kind of stuff is getting propagated. And I see it all over Facebook. I see it all over Twitter. If you're spreading this disgusting muck, well, friends, I would say you should feel ashamed of yourself. Why don't you educate yourself with the real news? of the world unite that is the rallying cry according to an article in the atlantic instagram memers are indeed unionizing we read now from taylor lorenz's story instagram memers have had enough they generate the engagement that help keeps instagram growing but they argue the multi-billion dollar platform doesn't pay them for their work or give them any control so they're fighting back And before you write off IG meme local 69-420 as a joke, the organizers of this collective would like you to know that they are very serious. Solidarity actions with memers, memers of the world unite, the Instagram page for the union reads, encouraging followers to seize the memes of production. The IG meme union will probably never never be recognized by the National Labor Relations Board, but organizers say it can still act as a union for all intents and purposes. Quote, we're calling it a union and doing union organizing tactics, Paul Parando, a representative for the organizing committee, told me, quote, we stand in firm support with others who are working to organize anti-labor industries. We think that these movements mark the beginning of the labor resistance. Some other unions do function this way. The freelancers union, for example, doesn't have formal management to negotiate with, but does advocate collectively for independent workers. So what do these rapscallions want? Well, I'll tell you. A more open and transparent appeals process for account bans, a direct line of support with Instagram or a dedicated liaison to the meme community, and a better way to ensure that original content isn't monetized by someone else. Quote, having a public and clear appeal process is a big thing, Parando said. People appeal now and get turned down and they won't know why. In a statement, Instagram spokesman said, each week we review millions of reports and there are times that we make mistakes. She also said the company would soon be rolling out an option to appeal post-removals. Now, so far, the union's message has been well-received by the broader meme community. Administrators for accounts with millions of followers said they support the group's efforts and would stand in solidarity with them. Quote, I think the union is a good thing. There should be something like this, said Sunny Side Up, a memer with more than a million followers on IG. Jackson Weimer, a writer for Meme Insider, who has also created several successful Instagram pages, said he thinks the union is a good idea and a, necessarily, a necessary way to get Instagram to finally take memers seriously. I think that this is actually, like, as much as the idea of a union seems a little odd, right, because you're not an employee, you are voluntarily posting on a social network, what they're asking for is reasonable. I I think that the, the, the stuff that they want is just a clearer process, 
with Instagram. If, if you're saying, look, I'm trying to make a living on here uh, by creating a platform that I can sell stuff. I just need to know whether or not I'm on the right side or the wrong side of what I can post on this platform. That actually seems reasonable. Consider me on, on the team. Unionize. If you ain't red, you're dead. That's what I say. We're realizing right now why I don't make memes for a living. Of course, you can always email the show at jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Allison writes, I just wanted to see if you knew about mobile pass in case your in case your global entry situation doesn't happen. It doesn't help you with TSA pre-check, but it does help a ton with customs when you come back to the United States. Just download the app, literally called Mobile Pass, before you leave the country. When you return, open up the app and put in your flight information and take a picture of yourself while you're deplaning. When you go through customs, there's a specific mobile pass line that you can walk right through. The most I've ever had to wait is maybe three minutes. Definitely worth it. I hope it works out for you. Mmm. I'm starting to see maybe a little TSA pre-check plus mobile pass solution for me. Liking it. Scale writes... I'm white, possibly the whitest. Okay, now let's do you. Mmm, not so fast, Scale. Everyone always trying to figure out my ethnicity. I feel like I'm the uh, the Lucky Charms leprechaun. Everyone's always trying to get a piece of my Lucky Charms. Everyone's trying to figure out what shade of brown I am. <laughs> Frozen Summers writes, so it's been a while since you recommended adding a dash of grapefruit bitters to a gin and tonic, which I tried and it's awesome. But as a liquor store employee and a YouTube booze reviewer, I have done much further experimentation. I have to say that I have yet to find a cocktail or a mixed drink that isn't improved by grapefruit bitters. Bourbon and cola? Check. Rum and cola? Check. Vodka and soda? Check. Old fashioned? Check. Negroni? Check. Belvedere? Check. Manhattan. Check. Legit science question, though. Grapefruit and its juice is very reactive with a lot of drugs, including birth control, Viagra, amphetamines, Valium, and Xanax, to name a few. Does grapefruit bitters have a similar interaction with those pharmaceuticals? Uh, very interesting. I don't know. I... I I think I would guess that the grapefruit bitters is kind of like, you know, close to homeopathic levels of actual grapefruit juice. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to if there are there any. Is there a scientist in the house? We'll have to find out. And finally, Justin writes in, hey, not sure if you've seen this. Uh, but the Denver airport is really leaning in to the whole Illuminati stuff. We are now looking live here on Twitch uh, that there is uh, at flydenver.com 
slash great underscore hall slash den files. There is a entire page on the official Denver airport website that you may or may not have heard. Den's got some secrets. Since the airport's opening in 1995, there have been endless rumors and theories. People say our underground tunnels lead to secret meeting facilities for the world's elite. Our blue horse is thought to be cursed. Some believe we are connected to the New World Order and the Freemasons. Some people even said that we are home to a colony of lizard people. And then it details all the conspiracies that the airport contains the Illuminati headquarters. It was built by the New World Order, uh, that it has clues to the apocalypse. And that it is there for a lizard race that runs the world. It then goes on. So what's to come? Are we expanding the bunkers? Revamping the lizards layers? Giving gargoyles a much needed makeover? Not exactly. That's what you want to believe. We're not going to hinder your imagination. Dream on, travelers. And then they have their own little uh, PowerPoint presentation about all the conspiracies that the Denver airport has inspired. I have to say to you, Denver airport, fair play, fair play. You guys are awesome. Whoever did that officially is now my favorite person. You want to know what? You deserve a break today. As far as that break goes, well, you are in Colorado. Maybe you can celebrate it with some of these. These are hard thoughts. Whatever happened to Carly? Just adult grape juice. Is it weird if I put raisins in my tea to sweeten it? Would it be weirder if there were other people that did the same thing too?
to remind everybody that you can go ahead and email this show with whatever you want at jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. If you find yourself over the weekend, which includes the high holy day of 420, if you have a little high thought, when as soon as you have it, remember, you got to report it. Go ahead and email jurydaily at gmail.com. Put high thoughts in the subject line, so I know how to organize it. That is H-I, comma, thoughts. I would like to thank our producers, the Jen, PD Rave, Nonspecific, Rock and Roll, Martian, Joe Acosta, Well, James, the OG Brito, Well, Chris, Bill, Dustin, BioCal, Robert H., Brian C., and Dre the Melodica Man, Adam Middle, H., Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. Yes, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Justin R. Young, and you can please join my Discord. It's a really cool place where you can hang out every single waking moment with other fans and friends of this program. It's a great place to submit all the fun stories that we read about here. Big shout out to Open Bayou for submitting our meme unionization article that we just read. He did it in the Jury Stories channel of our Discord. Bit.ly slash J-U-R-Y Discord. D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Friends, until next time, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young telling you, I'm instructing you to please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. And more importantly, until I see you next week, please. No! No! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>